Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my brand new podcast, Beast, The Murder of Nora Sheen, streaming now, wherever you get your podcasts. This other wing of the, the bomber, Kavanaugh organization, really has remained determined to kill Nellie Walsh Six weeks before this attempt that's being investigated by Guardian and Carlo, somebody's tried to shoot him with a machine gun at a, at a house in West Dublin, and they've just remained determined to get him all through this time. Guardian have attempted to speak to Nellie Walsh about this shooting. He hasn't spoken to them, so we'll see how this investigation progresses. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs, and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. A convicted drug dealer has been arrested by Gardaí in Portleach Prison in connection with a plot to murder gangland target James Nellie Walsh. Other arrests too have been made as officers focus on a plot to kill cooked up behind bars. So how do criminals plan assassinations while they are serving time for other offences? How deep does the feud between Walsh and his rival run? And what is it like to live on the run in fear of being double-crossed? Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about Gangland's most wanted man and those out to try to kill him. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. I was uh, just singing Nelly the Elephant to you there and... uh, I'm not going to sing for Please the listeners. Don't. Please don't. I really, really, I really won't. But I, I was singing away and I wasn't even looking at the screen and I sang the whole thing nearly, didn't I? You did. You did, if that could be described as singing, but you certainly made a <laughs> series of noises. Of course, the, the, you know, because we got a call one day that, that um, James Nellie Walsh, this is after he'd first appeared in the Sunday World. And at the time, I think it was in Mick McCaffrey article, we'd only referred to him as the elephant um, because we couldn't name him. I think he was facing charges at the time. And we were told, I got a call one Saturday saying, 
he's in a pub in the sort of south inner city and he's singing Nelly the Elephant in the pub and telling everybody he's been in the Sunday world. Um, nice. But I think he, you know, he was a young man then um, and maybe he did enjoy the, the, the notoriety, but I think those days are gone and you see um, where his notoriety has got him at this point. Um, he certainly is one of the people who must be most at risk in this country from, from, from his gangland enemies. So what's happened? Somebody's been arrested in prison that shared a cell with him? Well, it's it's a number of people have been arrested. Um, um, I think six people have been arrested in total. It is believed, or it certainly is a, a major feature of the investigation, that this this, this cell of people were, were contracted by the Kinahan cartel. These people are from outside of Dublin in the sort of general Leinster area. Um, and they're believed to have taken uh, a load of money to set to set up uh, uh, James Nelly Walsh. One of the chief suspects is a person who previously spent time in prison with Nelly Walsh, who had become friendly with him. Um, so he has been arrested. A woman associated with him has been arrested. Then there's been a couple of other people who've been arrested who are suspected of being spotters and have been knowing Nelly Walsh's movements on the day. And a sixth man was arrested today. We're shooting on, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday night. And um, he was arrested in Port Leash Prison, um, where he is serving a sentence in relation to drugs. So, this uh, attempted murder, attempted assassination was in December 2022. Yeah. And we're saying that the Kinahan cartel ordered that at that point. Yes. And are we talking about. Are we talking about subgroups of it? Are we talking about the overall grouping in Dubai? Well, I'd say you're talking about one of the subgroups. Obviously, Nelly Walsh has had a long-term feud with uh, Padder Keating, and um, this stretches back a long time. Uh, and as you know, it, 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 this this feud resulted in a number of deaths. Padder Keating would have been the right-hand man of of Thomas Bomber Kavanagh. He would have really directed his operations, particularly in in that part of West Dublin, um, and so it's believed that 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 section of the Kinahan cartel, rather than coming from somebody like Daniel Kinahan in Dubai, I don't think he's bothered about Nelly Walsh in reality. But this other, these other, this other wing of the the bomber Kavanaugh organisation really has remained determined to to, to kill Nelly Walsh. They six weeks before this attempt that's being investigated by Gardy in, in Carlo, and. Um, Somebody uh, tried to shoot him with a machine gun at a at a house in West Dublin, um, and they've just remained determined to get him all through this time. Um, so we will see now. Apparently, um, the guardian have attempted to speak to Nelly Walsh about about this shooting. He hasn't. They haven't. He hasn't spoken to them. So we'll see how this investigation progresses. So, of course, the reason I was asking you that was because um, it does seem that Daniel Kinnan has been trying to keep his head very much down and, you know, trying to stay away from any sort of allegations of, you know, directing murder or anything like yeah. this. Um, and particularly since those sanctions, which are in place prior to that murder attempt on Nelly Walsh. But I suppose you have that massive subsection of it, which is the Burn Organised Crime Group headed by Thomas Bomber Kavanagh, mostly in jail, some of them awaiting trial, including Liam Byrne. Um, who's facing extradition from Spain. Uh, and Patrick Keating himself is wanted now in the UK. He's already been before the courts where 
uh, an application to be put in for his extradition to the UK on uh, weapons charges. So in a way, you'd wonder, uh, you know, they've nothing to lose as such by planning this, have they? It's not as if they're, there's going to be any situation, a political situation, as there no. would be with Daniel Kinnan if he's linked to anything kind of of late. No, I mean, and you have to remember the the, the feud and the bad blood between Nellie Walsh and Patrick Keating is, is you know, is really significant. I mean, it's focused on, you know, the the, the real a, a big part of it is focused on the death of uh, Jason Carroll, who was Patrick Keating's brother-in-law. Um, and then subsequently there, there was a number of murders um, in which people very close to the two main guys were were killed. Um, so it's it's that bad blood is there. It just shows you that the, the Kinnan organization, while may not have um the people on the ground to carry out their orders, they still have the money to direct other people to do these things, and money is gonna talk. Um and we're seeing now, we will see if there is an impact on the number of people coming out of prison. We've had we've talked about a few recently, two or three that have come out that were high up in the Kinnan cartel. There's another man that we can't go into recently has just been out of prison in recent months who was also associated with Kinnan cartel who's been arrested again for another mm. serious crime and is already before the courts. So these guys coming out, the idea that they're going to, you know, get a job at McDonald's and, and you know, is is unlikely. Um, and Nellie Walsh, at least for this sub subsection of the, of the cartel, he remains the number one target. People might find it hard to believe that uh, guys in prison organise hits. Yeah, well, they might, uh, but, you know, I don't think people would believe it or would struggle to believe that they have access to phones. I mean, we've seen that again and again, not just the, 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 the guys at the top of the top of the ladder, but the guys even at the very bottom can have access to phones. And really, phones are all you need. Um, That's it. Also, and money. <laughs> and money. But there's also people coming in and out of prisons all the time. Um, even in, in high security prisons, you have people that will be getting out, you know, for weekends, all of that stuff. So, I mean, I think there's a couple, there's a few ways that people can direct these things. And um, certainly we've seen murders and we know for a fact that murders and crimes of many types have been ordered over phones in prison, in particular, the, the you know, Wayne Dundon is currently serving a life sentence for ordering a murder over a phone. But all the way back to Christy Kinahan Sr. himself, when he was recorded, um, even back in, was it in the 90s when he was last in prison in Ireland, directing drug trafficking from, from a prison uh, phone? We mm. see it all the time. Um, it, it, it is definitely going on. And I suppose that's because so when people are locked up, they will there will still be an organization on the outside capable of continuing the business of drug dealing and then continuing the orders, which could be murder. So, yeah. you know, you got a guy in prison who maybe hates Nellie Walsh, but he still has people outside who are still the wheels are still turning. It's not always the end of a grouping when certain individuals are imprisoned, especially the larger the group, um, yeah. it's not always the end. It's very difficult to totally dismantle it. But definitely when some of these guys are in prison, they can actually have an increase in power because, you know, for, for somebody who can control the drug trade, say, in a, in a prison wing, 
they then have, they make all of these associations. And this is clearly what the Guardian are investigating in this, in this occasion, that there was links made in prison to this, this Leinster grouping, for want of a better term. And that, you know, the fact that they have these connections in prison allowed this to be planned. Um, and, you know, we, we've seen um, those associations that can develop very strongly in the prison system and how they can continue when people are out or they can direct people from from the outside. And a lot of, remember, even back to the, the old Limerick days, um, with both the Keane Colopies and the McCarthy Dundons, a lot of, you know, the reason they were able to get up to so much is that they forged these really tight bonds um, with each other while in, in Portleach Prison. For example, Brian Rattigan and, and Christy Keane Sr., they both uh, were in a prison wing together and that continued on the outside and they had these people swapping between. People will be wanted for something in Dublin and they'd end up in Limerick or vice versa. So it's, it's yeah, it is, it is an issue. Obviously, the, the prisons have been... Um, far more successful in terms of uh, phones in recent times. But, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely still getting in. And they're obviously gathering intelligence as well, because, you know, that sort of an investigation, that an attempted murder, okay, there's a couple of sort of strands that will will be of use to the Gardaí, but ultimately sort of suspecting that a hit was organised from within prison has to be an intelligence-led one investigation. It- it does, and you know, there, there, there's. I mean, as you know yourself, there's also people speaking off and on the record to police. Um, it's one thing for people to be making statements, but there are, you know, people, criminals who will say a bit, but they're not putting, they're not making statements on it. So, but they clearly have a very strong belief about what 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 could happen. Whether it will ever amount to charges now um, is another matter. Um, yeah, indeed. I mean, and like just for one second on that intelligence, you know, the prison services have their own intelligence oh, yeah, investigators as well. And, you know, they will, when necessary, listen on those phones. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, in a way, I've always sort of felt there's a little bit of a, okay, loads of phones get in. No, none of the, the prison service don't allow them in. They do get in through various means. But in a way, it sounds as if they keep a good intelligence network and system on what's going on between the groupings and the gangs on the outside by just, I know that's probably... <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, they do. I mean, I, well, I think it's in, the, in, but it is in recent years that they fought, like I can't remember the exact name of the, the, the organization within the prison service, but they do, as you said, have an actual uh, organization there that, that does direct intelligence. Um, and you've seen... Uh, probably why they need it because there was in recent years we've had um contraband seizure which has always gone on in prisons and you know f- since they've existed but you had some of that level of organization where drugs are being smuggled in on mass and phones smuggled in on mass um, and so they were obviously intelligent led operations and they have they have busted them but they're yeah they're, it's it's it is a, a big issue and um, it is a, a big issue what goes on in, yeah. in prisons and you know, like it's gone on for years, of course, but, um, you know. The, they actually the, thwarted a big breakout there a few years ago from Portleach Jail, of all places, a guy called Noafal Fassi, who was a, one of the Dutch Moroccan uh, business partners of Daniel Kinahan, and he was arrested here in a safe house 
during a raid on Kinahan properties. He was in Port Leash. The Dutch wanted him because he was actually accused of carrying out an assassination for Iran, along with other things. But in the middle of it all, as he was kind of languishing in Port Leash prison, waiting for the kind of the official extradition thing to happen, um, intelligence was picked up that El Rico, our Chilean friend, was actually planning to, was he going to winch him out of it or was he going to blow up the bloody side of it? I don't know, but it was a serious, serious uh, plan to escape him from that prison. And it was thwarted because the Dutch military sent in a jet or something and they flew him back to the Netherlands to Vuk's prison where he remains now. Um, now that had to come off the phones like, or, or else they've got a mole within that organisation. I think I, it could well be a mixture of both, you know. Um, yeah. But Somebody I mean, rang Fassi, get ready on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're not wearing your pyjamas. I mean, a lot of that stuff with the, the, the Dutch Moroccan gangs, like it sounds almost like a cartoon gangster stuff. It does. But, I mean, it, yeah. but I mean, they've done all that. I mean, they've shot, you know, yeah. solicitors, witnesses, families of witnesses. They've threatened the prime minister. Um, and you know they've they've the, the level of the level of which they're willing to go is genuinely quite shocking, you know. Um, absolutely. I mean, the prisons I think have become uh, the prison service have become very much adept though at, at 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 coping with all of this stuff. You have to say that there is huge improvements um, in 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 how they operate. I mean, certainly at some point, I think. In the in the distant past, when I mean, obviously people will, will may remember uh, John Daly, the armed robber uh, from Finglas, ringing up Joe Duffy. I mean, that was yeah. really a watershed moment, wasn't it? Uh, ring up, yeah. give out about the Sunday World and an article written by Paul Williams at the time. Um, but at that point, you know, the phones were they, you know, it they obviously felt it was okay to have them, and it wasn't a, a you know there was no consequence for them. Um, John Daly, of course, that sparked a massive outrage at the time. But at the at that time, at least as far as we were being told and writing at that stage, that you know it really was that directing of of criminal gangs from prison was just totally widespread at that stage. I think there's probably a bit less of it going on now, and it's become a lot mm. more difficult. So where is Nelly Walsh now, and how safe is he? Well, Nelly Walsh is uh, outside Dublin. Uh, by all accounts, um, the Gardaí, it had been reported by by Ken Foy that the guards have been looking to speak to him, looking to maybe get a statement around the, the people they've arrested. Uh, he doesn't seem to be complying with that so far. Um, he remains out of Dublin. Um, like, what, what does he do next, I suppose? Um, obviously, in this occasion, it seems that uh, Nellie Walsh was just going to buy a car in Carlo when when this last hit attempt uh, took place. He was buying a car off an innocent guy, no involvement. Um, but this this local gang had knowledge of his movements, and you know he was buying that car thing for a few hundred quid. And um, he's not Nelly Walsh has not got millions stashed away in 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 the Seychelles or anything like that. Um, but he's been defiant over the years. Um, he's yeah. tend to take the social media and say he's not afraid of this and that. And maybe you have to think that his luck will run out one of these days. Because imagine living like that—that that literally every time you went to do a transaction, anything, if you went to the supermarket, you went to go buy a car or anything, that you were actually at risk of getting shot dead. It's horrific. It's an awful way to live. 
It is, and but it must be even worse because these people obviously he felt were his pals or yeah. knew him anyway. And even then, people like that can be got at and can't be trusted. So, exactly. I mean, you know, that that is a really, really tough way to be that anybody he associates with. Yeah. And we've seen that double crossing obviously going on in other murders. Obviously, the Robbie Lawler one seems to be a murky business as well, where people uh, are who are they're friendly with are willing to turn on you for a bit of yeah, cash. Absolutely. That's, that's, that certainly happens in that world. So how are you feeling after the big win at the Podcast Awards for Crime World? I am feeling fantastic. Uh, are you? Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, you know. I, I was wondering, I was going to do it, but of course I wasn't in. But uh, did you Conor McGregor it up the newsroom? I didn't Conor McGregor it up the newsroom did yet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, the only, the only, I had a brief look and I have my hand uh, at a funny angle, one of the pictures. And it's, that's. Do you know what? what? No, if ever, I mean, if ever you I'm ever, accused of being critical yeah. of you, right? Yeah. But people don't realize that I have been groomed to yeah. be that way because yeah. the lads are 10 times worse than me. Yeah. I actually looked on my phone this morning and I had got a text last night about two minutes after yeah. that photograph was taken from Enda talking yeah. about your hand and the way it was. It did look like a kind of a withered hand or something. Mr. Mr. Burns type of hand, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if, ever your, if ever your ego is tempted to run out of control with awards, <laughs> just know I'll post, I'll post the picture on Twitter. Yeah. So, and was that all that was wrong with the picture, that your hand was a bit odd? I don't know. That's... <laughs> 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 yeah, hopefully that's all. Um, but yeah, so that that keeps me nice and grounded, you know. It does. I suppose it does. They're so mean. Yeah, aren't they? They're just they jealous. Are, they are just you. jealous of my. Is that what your mother rising, would say to you? They're just jealousy of my rising fame, celebrity, and good looks. You know, <laughs> getting papped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the Irish Podcast Awards, for anybody who doesn't know, we won a. Um, I was going to say medal. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We all got a medal. No, we didn't win medals. We got um, a sort of a gong thing, didn't we? We got an award. I don't have a winner. I don't. Oh no, that's all right. I thought you were going to go with your withered hands. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't be able to hold it up. Yeah. Anyway, we got a gong for best commercial strategy of podcast. No, no, it's great. It's great to get it, you know. And the the awards are great. You see the impact podcasts are having at at the awards and. And it was, of course, for our uh, Dingle Whiskey Movie Club, which we did last year. And we need to consider doing another one. So we reviewed the top 10 gangster movies. And then we had a kind of a live show around the real life gangsters the movies are based on, basically. And actually, maybe we should repost that because it was quite a colourful discussion. And uh, everybody who was actually at the live show said they couldn't believe that such and such that he was actually him and. Yeah, so we'll we'll maybe repost it as a measure of our glory. Yeah, we'll repost it with that picture of you with, with your hands like man, with my strong manly hands. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but listen, you can be caught at any angle in a photograph. It's, it's really not. It's so unfortunate that so many cameras in your face these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts. If you went through a thousand photographs, you'd probably find one you found acceptable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look, it keeps us keeps me humble. And of course, Claudia and I were looking absolutely yeah. radiant, weren't we, on That's either side you. of you? 
that's the other thing. They don't comment on you and say you look great and you look fantastic. Oh, they, they comment negative. on me badly. Oh, no, in there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, they don't because they know they've got a smack. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why they don't so maybe if you just get a little bit more violent thus the you yeah. know the good yeah. idea to Conor McGregor your way down to them and, um, but anyway let's repost our Dingle Movie Club for anybody who hasn't heard it alright thanks Nicola thank you now champion you've been listening to Crime World a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Clodamini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.